What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. We have a very diverse, dynamic guest joining us today. He played NCAA Division Basketball. He's been in the marketing department at the corporate headquarters of Wendy's. He's also been on the SWAT hostage negotiating team for the Cincinnati Police Department and many, many more things. Please welcome Terry Tucker. Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Sure. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate you having me on. Um, we are kind of kindred spirits in the Chicago realm. I, I, I grew up in Chicago. My, uh, I, I am the oldest of three boys. You can't tell this from looking at me, but I'm six foot eight inches tall. Wow. And, and I played college basketball at the Citadel. My youngest brother was, is six foot seven, and he was a pitcher at the University of Notre Dame. Wow. And then my middle brother, Larry, um, who's now the principal of Marist or president of Marist High School, he played at uh, Lewis University in Joliet and was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers in the National Basketball Association. So athletics, uh, specifically basketball, as you can tell, has is, is been a big part of my life growing up. And as I said, I went to college at the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina on a basketball scholarship. When I graduated, I moved home. I was the first person in my family to graduate from college. And you know, I was all set to make my mark on, on the world with my newly obtained business administration degree. And, you know, I look back now and realize what a knucklehead I was in terms of, you know, I didn't know anything about business just because I had a degree. But as you mentioned, I was able to find that first job in the corporate headquarters of Wendy's. Uh, but I ended up living with my parents for the next three and a half years as I helped my mother care for my father and my grandmother, who were both dying of different forms of cancer. You pretty much covered my professional career. And, and I'll just end my sort of bio with my wife and I have been married for 27 years and our only child, a daughter, is a graduate of the United States Air Force Academy and is an officer in the newly created U.S. Space Force. Oh my gosh. So there's a lot there. Very dynamic. Man, your your parents did well with their with their boys. I mean, wow, talk about some some great genetics there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we were very lucky. I'm the oldest of five, so I know what it's like being the oldest, you know. Okay. It's good and bad. You kind of paved the way for your siblings. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and I'm also very athletically driven. I come from my mom's side. We're all very, um, we're a bunch of athletes, not to the level that you and your brothers have achieved, but definitely in that same realm. So I don't know where to start first because you've done so many things and you've, you're also a published author, which is really cool. So we, we can talk about that. But I know that you, you've talked about, you know, your, your father and your grandmother were dying from cancer. You also have had um, to overcome some health issues with cancer as well. I have, uh, you know, in 2012, I was a, a high school girls basketball coach in Houston and I had a, a callus break open on the bottom of my foot right below my third toe. And, you know, being a coach, you're on your feet a lot. So I didn't think much of it. But after it didn't heal for a couple of weeks, I went to a podiatrist friend of mine, a foot doctor. And, you know, he did the, let's put some pads in your shoes and stuff like that. When that didn't work, he he took an x-ray and he, he found this little cyst. He said, you know, seen thousands of these, he cut it out, no big deal. Well, it was a big deal. It was a very rare form of melanoma. Oh, wow. That you know uh, appeared appeared on the bottom of my foot. That type of melanoma appears on the bottom of the feet or the palms of the hands, and there's an even a rarer third type that appears in your mucous membranes, your nose, your mouth, etc. So I have this very rare form of cancer. You know, I'm just living my life like everybody else, and boom, get hit with this. Here, you need to go to MD Anderson and be treated for this. Yeah. So I had two surgeries to remove the tumor and all the lymph nodes in my groin. 
And after that, I was put on a weekly injection of a drug called interferon. I, I could spend hours telling you about that, but basically interferon gave me flu-like symptoms for two to three days every week after each injection. So imagine having the flu yeah. two or three days every week for five years, I was on that drug. When the drug was stopped, the cancer came back. So in 2018, I had my left foot amputated. 2019, two more surgeries. And then last year, uh, an undiagnosed tumor in my ankle grew large enough that it shattered my tibia, uh, my shin bone. And my only option was the amputation of my left leg right in the middle of a global pandemic. Uh, I also found out I had tumors in my lungs and I'm undergoing treatment for that now. And uh, since I was so uplifting in that, I can tell you that the treatment is actually shrieking the tumors in my lungs. So I'm very, very fortunate with that. Oh my goodness. Wow. That is, that is quite the uh, journey. And you, you seem to have a very, very great, a good attitude. It means I like being an athlete and having to go through that had to be very difficult. Can you tell us about like that journey for you, maybe mentally and emotionally, because, you know, anybody that's out there listening, maybe struggling with cancer, you know, you're not alone. People are, are facing it on a daily basis. And you know, maybe your advice can help them go cope, you know, a little bit better with what they're going through. Sure. I, I kind of feel that I've gotten through cancer, uh, like I've gotten so many through so many different challenges in my life with what I like to call the three F's, faith, family and friends. I, I have a very strong faith in God. Um, my family has been amazing. Uh, you know, when I was diagnosed, our daughter was in high school. And so my wife and I made a conscious decision to never lie to her. We would always tell her what was going on, obviously age appropriate for, for what she could handle at the time. She's an adult now. So, yeah. you know, she's involved in everything. I, I sort of kind of tell the funny story when I found out I had these tumors in my lungs, my doctor wanted to put me on chemotherapy and, you know, it was eight years in and I was tired and I didn't really want to do that. And so I went home and I told my wife and daughter and they immediately, we had to have a family meeting. So we have this family meeting and I get outvoted two to one that I'm going to have chemotherapy. So I had chemotherapy because, I, <laughs> I mean, that's the way our family works. But but I have developed what over you know these last nine years, what I call the four, my four truths that I use to kind of get through cancer. And I'll, and I'll give them to you. They're just one sentence each. The first one is you need to control your mind or it will control you. The second one is you need to embrace the pain and the suffering that we all experience in life and use it to make you a stronger and more determined individual. The third one is, is what we leave behind is what we weave in the hearts of other people. And the fourth one is, as long as you don't quit, you can never be defeated. So between my faith and those four truths, that's how I make decisions when doctors tell me I need to do this or I should do that. And for me, it's worked so far. That's great. I mean, that those are great words of wisdom for anyone that's listening that might be going through something. I mean, even with just anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it doesn't have to be cancer. You know, I mean, it, it can be anything that, that you're involved in in life that, you know, you just need a little more inspiration or motivation for. So let's let's talk about your book a little bit. So it is called um, the, the Motivational Check for a simple reason. When you were recruited into the Cincinnati Police Academy, it was a phrase any of your classmates would shout if they needed encouragement, motivation, or support. The class's response was to answer the loud 84, signifying our recruit class number and letting the person needing the reassurance know that we were all there for him or her. Oh my gosh, 
that's going to bring me to tears. I love stuff like that because you know what? I think that we don't get enough encouragement and, you know, support in life in general. You know, we might have our families, but really when you are in that environment, that's so great. So talk to us about this book and what inspired you to write it. So Motivational Check is is my blog. The, the book oh, actually, blog. and, okay. and I, I apologize, I may not have made that clear. The, the book is called Sustainable Excellence, The there 10 Principles. <laughs> That's my no, fault. No, 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 it's, it's probably my fault. So don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, so it's called Sustainable Excellence, the, the 10 Principles to Leading Your Uncommon and Extraordinary Life. And it was okay. really born out of two conversations I had. One was with a former player that I coached who had moved to Colorado. And my wife and I had a dinner with her. And and I said to her one night, I said, you know, I'm really excited that you're here in Colorado and I can kind of watch you find and live your purpose. Yeah. And she got real quiet for a while and she was like, well, coach, what do you think my purpose is? I said, I don't know what your purpose is. That's what your life should be about. Finding, or looking for that purpose. And then once you find it, living it. So that was one conversation. And then I had a, another conversation with a, a college student who connected with me on LinkedIn who wanted to know what I thought were the most important things he should learn to not only be successful in, in his job or, or, or in business, but in life. Yeah. And I didn't want to give him the, you know, work hard, get up, help people kind of stuff. Not that those aren't important. Those are incredibly important, but I wanted to kind of go deeper. I wanted to kind of get something that might resonate, so to speak, in his soul. So I spent some time writing notes and, and finally I came up with these 10 principles and I was comfortable enough and I sent them to him. And then I stepped back and I was like, well, you know, I've got a life story that fits under that principle. Or I have, I know a person who, you know, emulates that principle. So I had my leg, as we talked about, amputated in April of last year. And I started chemotherapy for the tumors in my lungs in June. So during that three month period, I sat down at the computer and took those principles and just built stories underneath them that emulated the principles. And voila, I had a book. That's amazing. Wow. I'm I'm thoroughly moved by you and your story and your just your determination to keep moving forward and, and like putting positive words out there into the world. Um, where can people find your book? Pretty much anywhere you can get a book online, you can find it. You can get it on Amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. You can get it on Apple iBooks. You can actually go to my my uh, uh, my website, motivationalcheck.com, and there's a link to get to it uh, on Amazon through that as well. Perfect. I will put all those links in the um, in the description of the episode. So tell us about your blog. I, so sorry, I kind of went backwards. Didn't forgive me. <laughs> Sometimes I read too fast, and I'm just like, <laughs> but um, both are very are great. So tell us about your blog a little bit. I, I want to hear more about that and what, how why you started it and a little bit more about that journey. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I, when I had my leg or my foot amputated, I was kind of at a crossroads in life. I was like, you know, what, what do I do? Where do I go? You know, and, and that, and, and people kept suggesting, they're like, you know, you want to start a blog. And I kept looking at them like, I'm old. I can barely turn on my cell phone in the morning, not alone, you know, put a blog together, but, but more and more people kept suggesting that. So I finally sat down and, you know, my, the initial blog was four pages long and honest to God, it took me four months to do it because, you know, I would, I would do something and then I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I'd have to go research it and then come back. So I'm sure my daughter could have probably done it in about 15 minutes, but it literally took me four months to put these four pages together. And, and every day I put up a, a new quote, a new saying, 
um, something short, you know, to the point. Uh, on Mondays, I put up the Monday morning motivational message, which is sometimes a story or a video. And then throughout the day or throughout the, the month, I'll put up different stories and videos. I, I realize people are busy. So the videos are always short, you know, five, 10 minutes tops. Stories are, you know, they're not pages and pages. So if you need a quick boost of inspiration or motivation, go to motivationalcheck.com and, and check out the site. I love it. And so, um, I, so is that like a form of therapy for you just to do to post stuff like that and uh, keep putting those motivational words of uh, those words of motivation out there for your your audience? I mean, in a way it is, you know, it, it motivates me as much as it motivates them. I have probably a, a, a file of 250 pages of quotes on them. And, you know, I, I don't know what the quote for tomorrow will be, but I go through that and when something resonates with me, I'm like, mm, that's the quote for today. And, and that's what I'll put up. So it, it, it does help me to stay positive and kind of stay on track and keep moving forward. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Ho, 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 ladies. The holidays came early, not only for you, but for your man here at Manscaped the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Also, this awesome refined cologne. It smells so sexy. My man loves it. I love him wearing it, especially after he's all clean-shaven, using the lawnmower 4.0, and trimming those nasty nose hairs and those ear hairs. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies? It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's right, ladies. 20% off and free shipping with the code LABELFREE20 at manscaped.com. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, So I, I believe in this positive reinforcement. If you're not you know, what you feed your soul and your mind and your, you know, what you like all that, that really has an impact on you on a daily basis. You know, so for me, like I have to constantly, because not every day is not easy. You know, I, I, I wake up with intention. I wake up to, I want to have joy. I want to be grateful. And, you know, things happen throughout the day that can throw you off track, but you have a decision to make to bring yourself back to center and just to reaffirm your positivity and those, those good quotes, those maybe those motivational quotes, because you know, I mean, I, I'm sure like many people that are listening, you know, we have good and bad days and it really, it really is our choice in how we're going to handle the, the bad days. You know what I mean? I, I do. And I, and I always say that, you know, we're all going to experience pain and darkness in our life. And, it, you know, maybe as simple as, you know, you fail a test in school or you, you break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. We're all going to experience pain, but suffering, that's optional. That's up to you. That's whether or not you want to take that pain and use it to make you stronger, or I just want to take that pain and I want to wallow in it and suffer. I, I choose not to suffer. I got enough suffering going on in my life. I want to take that pain and I want to use it to make me stronger and to keep moving forward. Oh my goodness. Yes. That was so great, Terry. That was so awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, what other great stories would you like to share with us today? Because you've got quite a few. I mean, your, your background is so diverse. You now are your published author. You have a blog. What are all the so now? And you're now you're a podcast guest. So I mean, you're you're definitely expanding your reach. And what 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 is it that you're looking to accomplish with doing all these great things and getting your name out there and your message out there? Again, it's it's really it's it's not about me. You know, I I, I get to the point where 
more than likely I'm coming to the end of my life. And, and I'm okay with that because I have, I have found my purpose in life and I have lived it. And so death does not scare me that much. And I don't want every psychiatrist in, in Colorado to be at my door, but in a way it almost excites me. It's like, you know, what's on the other side of this? You know, I kind of feel like the old Star Trek, you know, where, you know, the, the navigator's like, Captain, where do you want to go? Out there. Yeah. You know, I want to go out there and see what's out there. And, and it, because I believe there is something out there. It's, sure. I don't think this is it. So what I'm trying to do with whatever time I have left is to put as much positivity, goodness, and love back into the world. And obviously, as a motivational speaker, haven't been able to do that over the last year with COVID. But it's it's nice people like you that have a form like a podcast that that you know between the two of us hopefully will make a difference in somebody's life today. Absolutely, and you know what? When in regards to death, um, my best friend she says, you know, we all have a reservation we can't cancel. You know, we all do. At the end of the day, when it's our time, it's our time. You know, and I I'm kind of a little bit I'm not as like shooken up about death either. I watched my late husband like just struggle with you know he was very sick so I watched him lose his battle with life over the course of you know of our, our time together and after he passed I was like at least he's not suffering anymore was I upset sure I went through the whole grieving process but when you come to realize that you know when someone's been suffering for a long time and they no longer are it's just like I'm at peace that he's at peace and you know and I'm just I can be happy that he's, you know, he's up, he's up in heaven running around with our, our German shepherds that are that past, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, that's just, you know, the, the love that the two of you share, you know, I, I always, I always tell people, you know, I don't care what kind of car you drive or what your title is or how much money you make at the end, none of that stuff comes with you, but what does come with you is the love that you have in your heart. You were created in love. You, you bring that love with you when you, I believe when you go on. So you and your husband are always going to be connected by that love that you share for each other. Yes. Yes. In one way or the other. I mean, I have definitely had to move on with my life. Sure. Absolutely. I'm young, I'm young enough. I'm young enough. I have to move on, but yes, absolutely. I can, I can think I have fond. I've, I think backly think back fondly of him now. And I, and there's not one day that passes that, that he doesn't pop up a memory doesn't pop up or there's something that I'm doing that because I was with him for 17 years. So he will always be a part of me. You know what I mean? So, so that was, that was beautiful though. We were created in love. Yes, absolutely. So before we start wrapping things up, Terry, do you have any last words of wisdom or, I mean, you dropped a lot of bombs, like you dropped a lot of great, valuable uh, words. Do you have any last words or wisdom that you'd like to leave with the audience? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a, a story. Um, I, I have always been a big fan of, of Westerns. You know, my mom and dad let me stay up late and watch Gunsmoke and Wild Wild West and yeah. all that growing up. Love Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah. 1993, the movie Tombstone comes out. Stars Val Kilmer as John Doc Holliday and Kurt Russell as Wyatt Earp. Now, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp were two living, breathing human beings that actually walked on the face of the earth. They were not made up characters for the movie. And in this particular scene in the movie, um, Doc Holliday is dying at a sanitarium in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, which is about three hours from my, my house. And the real Doc Holliday did, did do that. And, and Doc Holliday was called Doc because he was a dentist by trade, but pretty much he was a card shark and a gunslinger. And Wyatt Earp was a lawman. So these two people are, couldn't be more diametrically opposed, yeah. but they became great friends. And at this point in his life, Wyatt is destitute. He has no job. He has no money. 
has no prospects for a job. So every day he comes to play cards with Doc to pass the time. And in this scene, the two men are talking about what they want out of life. And Doc says, you know, when I was younger, I was in love with my cousin, but she joined a convent over the affair. But she's all that I ever wanted. And then he looks at Wyatt and he says, what about you, Wyatt? What do you want? And Wyatt says, I just want to lead a normal life. And Doc looks at him and says, there's no normal. There's just life. And get on with living yours. So whatever your circumstances are in life, whether you, you know, you're, you're, you have cancer or you lost your job or you just failed a test in school, that's okay. That Those kind of things happen to people. But you just got to move forward in your life. And I, I just want people to remember that. There's no... I love the dog. What kind of dog is it? It's a pit bull. So that's, oh, that's great. Outside. Sorry about that. Teddy <laughs> likes to make an appearance. And then I've got my little, I got my little puppy here. This is Athena. So <laughs> oh, nice. That's super. So that, that story is kind of my, 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 like end, the end. And, you know, I, I just want people to remember that, you know, we're always waiting for something to do our life. Don't wait, just no. get out there and do it. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and and I probably am in the extreme when it comes to that, because I get an idea in my head. I'm just like, I'm going after it. <laughs> That's <laughs> Why great. Not? What's the worst that can happen? You know, like, I mean, really, what is the worst? Like if you're, you, I don't know, I, I think taking risks and taking chances are the spice of life, you know, and you never know what one opportunity is going to lead to. And, you know, sometimes it's good. I mean, most times it's good. Very rarely is it bad. And so I, I really, I really agree with that. And I live my life in, under those, under those terms. So Carrie, cool. it's been a pleasure um, talking with you today. I know you dropped your links um, for your website and your, for, for your blog, for your book and everything. Do you, are you also on social media? Can people follow you there? Are you on LinkedIn? They can. I, you, you can get to all my social media accounts through motivationalcheck.com. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, and um, Facebook. Perfect. All right. I'll make sure I put all those links in the description of the episode as well. Thank you again, Terry. Uh, just blessing you, sending you lots of healing vibes and all that good stuff and keep doing what you're doing. We need lots of more positive people out there being a good example for everybody else. So thank, thank you. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.